Welcome to another segment of the Agricultural Market Viewpoint. This is a podcast where we reflect on various themes influencing the agricultural economy here at home in South Africa and beyond our borders. Folks, this week I want to talk about South Africa's beef industry. Uh, because although we have had roughly three years of good performance in South Africa's agricultural sector, uh, that good performance was not evenly spread across all of the subsectors. It was largely the grains and the all seeds, which we could categorize it as field, field crops, and of course the horticulture, which is the fruit and vegetables. But if you were to talk to people that are in the beef industry, or poultry sector, they didn't see such a good run as these other subsectors. And there's a number of reasons behind that. But the first one is the fact that uh, input costs, which is their feed cost on their side, were fairly high. That's your maize, yellow maize, and soybean prices were fairly high during uh, this period. It was, of course, because of drought in South America. Uh, China buying a lot of grains and uh, most recently the war in, 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 in Ukraine, all of that added to those higher commodity prices, which meant that if you were uh, in the cattle industry or in a poultry sector, you were paying all of these higher prices, which made your operation conditions uh, quite tough. The second one has to do with the animal diseases in the livestock industry in South Africa for the first time last year we had an outbreak of a foot and mouth disease in about six of our nine provinces. Uh, and there are reported outbreaks of avian influenza for those that are in poultry, uh, African swine fever for those that are in the pig industry. So the entire livestock and poultry sector did not really see the robust performance that we saw in other subsectors of, of, of agriculture. And, and this is an important thing because of course, if you think about the value of South Africa's agricultural economy, Roughly half of it is really the livestock and poultry, um, and the rest being uh, the horticulture and the, and the field crops. Now, if there's underperformance to you, half of your agricultural economy over the, the long run, that may begin to give you some problems. But I think now things are slightly changing. There is at least some positive momentum, especially that came out of the last week, which I want to underscore in this week's segment. Uh, particularly for the beef uh, industry, the export markets, because the, the positive momentum that we saw uh, over the past uh, week was the reopening of beef export markets in China. And China is an important market in South Africa. It is one of the leading markets at which we're sending our beef. And in fact, if you think about our fresh beef cuts and the frozen beef cuts, the frozen beef cuts, China is a leading importer from South Africa. So when they put a temporary ban uh, or stopping our or limiting our our imports of beef because of a foot and mouth disease, that was something that made many people to worry about that market. And the second market that is opened is the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Now, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia hasn't been a major player in the South African beef industry. There were exports that we sent to Saudi Arabia in the early 2000s, but these were really small volumes, nothing to really rejoice about. Now this market has been reopened, which means now there's market access. We could send more beef to Saudi Arabia. And I think once they taste South Africa's high quality beef, um, they will not stop buying it. 
Uh, so it's something that those folks that are in the beef industry are very excited. I was catching up with many people the, this week uh, who are in the beef sector and they're very excited about Saudi Arabia. And I am equally excited and think that um, the, this is an important market long term for South Africa. And the reason I say that is because if you think about how much beef the Saudis are buying from the world, it's quite sizable. They buy, for example, in 2021, they bought roughly $647 million of beef from the world market. Um, and their markets uh, or suppliers of this, they were sending to the Saudis both uh, fresh and frozen beef. But the frozen beef was a large share of that. About 62% was a frozen beef and 38% uh, was a chilled beef or fresh beef that was there. And the countries that were supplying the Saudis with beef was uh, Brazil. Uh, you know, they supplied them. They were also supplied by Australia, Pakistan, the U.S., uh, New Zealand, uh, Canada. So those were the major countries that supplied uh, beef uh, to, to the Saudis. So South Africa may join this long list. And I think when one steps back from the beef industry and just look at the Saudi market in terms of meat, where you are putting everything and say, how much meat do the, Saudi, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia import from the world? It's quite sizable. The kingdom imports a year meat value that around about $1.9 billion so a year. So this is a big market, which means that South Africa secured now market access for beef. But over the long run, we can actually secure market access for other meats that we produce in South Africa and be able to access the Saudi market. Now, in the case of China, as I said, it's a market that we're already exporting. It's a leading market for our frozen beef. But because of the outbreak of a foot and mouth disease in South Africa, in quite a large scale, where uh, for the first time in history, six of our nine provinces had this disease, we saw our participation in the Chinese market being limited because of that. By now, they are widening that market and saying, look, we, we're ready to import, of course, putting certain uh, 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 regulations in place, but I think South Africans are able to participate now fully in that market. So these are exciting news, and I think they are positive and supportive of our beef industry, which has been under pressure for so long um, because of these diseases and the higher feed costs. And, and the issue of the higher feed costs, of course, it came at a time where even consumers in South Africa were under economic pressure because of covid worsening employment conditions, worsening financial strain in many households, uh, rising inflation, which also meant then that the demand for red meat in general in South Africa had declined, which is why when you were talking with farmers, they were talking, telling you that winter prices are down and all of those things. So you had a demand problem domestically, um, which then meant less slaughtering. And at the same time, globally, you had all of these challenges that you were seeing um, in the in, in markets that we we're exporting to. So that was a difficult for, for, for the farmers. The, the second point that I think it's a positive this time around is that feed prices have also come down. I mean, if you're just looking at the near-term maize prices, even with the grain deal uncertainty lingering, uh, maize and soybean prices are down on average in South Africa by 13% on a year-on-year basis. Yes, we are nowhere to 2019 levels when we're looking at these prices, but I think that just coming down a bit from last year is a good enough relief, um, even if it doesn't put people at a profitability level at a profitable level i do think that it is easing on some cost pressures that they were feeling if you think about uh, feed prices coming down a bit 
um, export markets resuming into some of the important markets. Those those are all important things that are that that are positive. And of course, in the coming weeks, this also means then that uh, you know the South African exporters will have to be interacting with the National Department of Agriculture to find out more information about how to go about in entering the the Saudi market and doing all of the necessary technical work um, uh, to participate in in that market. But I must say, even with all of these problems, I mean, it, it was not all doom and gloom. Last year, there were still some exports, um, even with this uh, foot and mouth and the restrictions in, in exports. But our exports were down twelve uh, percent from twenty twenty one. We exported roughly twenty eight thousand tons of beef. Um, this is both frozen um, a, a, as well as um, a, a, a chilled or fresh beef. So it was down twelve percent. Still about twenty eight thousand tons or so that we exported to the to the to the world market. Uh, key markets were still the ones if you think about fresh beef with the likes of Kuwaiti, Mozambique, UAE, Qatar, the Netherlands, Lesotho, Canada, Zimbabwe, Mauritius, Eswatini, those were all of the key markets for our fresh or chilled beef. On frozen beef, um, China still bought a bit. Uh, Lesotho was there, Nigeria was there, the UAE, Kuwait, Qatar, the United Kingdom, they were still there. But I think now China will play an even a bigger role given that we, we now have uh, that market reopened and we can deepen our participation as South Africa within the Chinese market. But I think overall, when one looks at these developments, I would say it's a welcome uh, development that we're seeing, and it means that uh, South Africa is on that path where we could see our beef industry um, uh, regaining its strength and regaining its momentum. How did this come about? I think this is a, a collaboration approach, of course, between private sector and the South African government, thinking about how to collaborate better to ensure that the markets are reopened. Because as South Africa, we are now at a place where we, we say we are expanding our export markets beyond the traditional markets and we're working hard. This is a story about the beef, but this philosophy or this ambition is carried across all of the other commodities where we are looking at broadening our export markets as the agricultural sector participate in other countries. What we see happening in China and Saudi Arabia is the South African red meat industry working with the South African government and going out there in the world and looking for these markets and putting all necessary technical work in place to actually be able to achieve this. Because as things stand now, we are big in the African continent, in the EU, in some um, in the Americas, in some Asian and the Middle East countries, but we need to broaden our market access beyond these markets. And I think Saudi Arabia is one of those markets where we're broadening access. We want to deepen trade with China, deepen trade with India, and which is something that is on a different topics around the BRICS. I could talk, I could record a different segment about the, the, the agriculture metals within BRICS. But this story of trade, it links with the theme that is on that side for, for South Africa. So this is a positive in that it's a collaborative approach. But as we go forward, some of the commodities at which we are looking for market access for in South Africa is our fruit and our wine and beef. These are all high quality products at which South Africa produces them at a world class and is looking at uh, making sure that all of our surplus reaches our key markets across the world. So this reopening of China and the renew and the new access into the 
Kingdom of Saudi Arabia should be viewed in that perspective that it is in line with South Africa's both government and industry strategy of broadening trade um, of our high-quality agricultural products. Folks, that's it uh, for the week. I will record another podcast in the coming week. I should stop there for now. My name is Wandi Lesihlobo. I'm an agricultural economist based in Pretoria, South Africa. You can read more about some of the material that I write in my blog. The link for my blog is in the description of this podcast. It's wandilesihlobo.com. You can also read some of the notes in the organization that I work for website, which is the Agricultural Business Chamber of South Africa. That's www.agbiz.co.za. You can read more about some of the things that we write in that website. Thanks so much for listening.